Welcome back to your favorite episode of the month, everyone. It's the wind down. And uh, we have started taking this as more of a rapid fire question, uh, question and answer, basically. And we've gotten a lot of great feedback off of it. So I hope you enjoyed today. Uh, One of the major topics is, should I pay off my mortgage? So be sure to stay tuned. Morgan, big part of this is we are having some wine where we're answering some questions. So tell us about the wine today. Today we went with 19 Crimes Cabernet Sauvignon. It's an um, Australian wine uh, that celebrates the rules that some British rogues broke and then the culture that they built. It's pretty good. All right. So my coolest part of, I mean, my thing that I love about this wine is you get to do the little app and you can have the little guy tell you all about his crime. So um, check this wine out. It's one of my favorites. It's cheap, $9. I do not own any part of 19 Crimes, but I love it. Okay, so let me invite you to our website if you've not gone recently. And if you have, you have to visit it quite regularly. Uh, POMwealth.net forward slash blog, or just go to the blog page. There's a new blog article every single week that comes out. And a lot of the topics, a lot of the questions we have are things that Merce and I get questions on all the time from folks that are close to or already in retirement. So we encourage you to do that. Um, But before we get into this episode, we have to have a quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only, not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the wind down. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq. Welcome everyone to our monthly wind down. Um, This is uh, always a treat. It's a treat for us, not just because we get to have wine, but because we get to do it together. We get to answer some common questions that people are asking. And so as we do all of our wind downs, we let Morgan tell us about our wine and a little bit of an outline of what we're going to talk about. So today we're drinking 19 crimes. We're drinking the Cabernet Sauvignon, and this is uh, Raiden's kind of go-to wine, his favorite. Um, but in addition to that, there's actually some really cool stories about how 19 crimes started with the conviction of uh, British rogues, and then they were sent to Australia kind of as punishment. Um, but the coolest part is there's an app that you can use if you haven't already heard this, where you can hold it up to it and they tell you their story. So it's actually really cool that way too. Well, good. Well, um, oh, you know what you didn't do? I'm sorry. You got to give us the outline. So what are we going to talk about? So now you want the questions. I was concerned with the wine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we do have four questions that we're going to address today. Uh, the first one being, should I pay off my mortgage? Um, then what is the best assets mix in retirement? 80, 20, 60, 40, or 40, 60, and then how to avoid being hacked, instructions for transactions, and then finally, the stock market is at record highs, should you sell? So back to the first one, should I pay off my mortgage? Very, very good. Uh, This is a great question because a lot of people ask about it, and uh, they 
uh, are worried because they're looking at things and they're going, you know what, I'm going to go into retirement and do I really want this payment? And so it's mostly around emotion. But when somebody asks me, should I pay off the mortgage? I always think about it from a return or cash flow return first. And I'm going to walk you through an example. And this will make it really easy for you to think through and go, that makes sense or that does not make sense. So I'm going to give you a couple scenarios. The first scenario is an easy one and see if you can follow me. Let's say that you owe $100,000 on your mortgage. $100,000 is easy math. You owe $100,000 on your mortgage. And let's just say that your house payment, you've had it forever. And without your escrow, without any pay, uh, payments toward insurance or taxes, let's just say that on that uh, $100,000 mortgage, you have a $1,500 payment. So that's $1,500 a month or roughly $17,000 a year. Now think about that for a second and say, how much money would I need to invest to generate $1,500 a month? Well, or what type of return is that? Well, that's like a 17% cash flow. So that's a huge cash flow. You could not invest $100,000 and get that kind of cash flow. So if you paid the mortgage off, you're instantly going to get that positive cash flow of $1,500 a month. The math on that is super easy. Pay off the mortgage. That's the answer. But now what if it's a different scenario? What if it's maybe a $250,000 mortgage and uh, you've gotten a, a great rate on it, but your cash flow out of that is not that good. Maybe it's only 4% or 3%. Well, now it might not make sense to pay the mortgage off, or it's going to deplete a tremendous amount of your savings. Or what if you told me and Merce, hey, I've got to use IRA money to pay off the mortgage. You would never do that in our opinion. Why? Because you're going to have to take the money out of the IRA. You're going to have to pay taxes on it in order to net or get yourselves down to the balance of whatever it is that you own the mortgage. So it, to answer that question, and to make sure I give it to you clearly, it needs to be individualized. There is no blanket answer that says, make sure you pay off your mortgage no matter what before you retire. Always take time, talk to a financial advisor, talk to somebody and say, what is it that I need to consider so that I make sure I don't make a mistake and do something I should or shouldn't do when it comes to paying off a mortgage. So have the numbers ran. That's the, if you go home or if you do, listen to this podcast and you turn it off, remember, I need to have the numbers analyzed before I make a decision on whether I should or shouldn't pay off my mortgage. Very good. All right. What we have next is what is the best assets mix in retirement? 80, 20, 60, 40, 40, 60. Yeah. So these are some common terms that are thrown around uh, in particular, uh, the 60, 40, you can read all types of articles that say you should be in a 60, 40 when you're retiring, or even the, the concept of, you should be getting more conservative or you should be adding more and more bonds to your portfolio as you age. Um, and Raiden and I, we just don't believe in this type of uh, this thinking. And the whole reason is that sometimes uh, we don't realize how much risk is in certain portions of the market. And I mean, take 2020, for example, in the pandemic, we saw equities fall considerably. But also imagine if you're in that 60-40 portfolio, 60% 60 of your portfolio is equities and they are falling. But also in that year, we saw a very tough period in the bond market and we're still seeing that as well. And so that 40% of your portfolio that's supposed to be 
relatively safe also has a ton of risk to it as well. And so in our opinion, holding to a certain mix just doesn't, um, doesn't make sense, especially when it comes to someone that is uh, approaching retirement or already in retirement. If you've listened to our podcast, uh, you know we, we prefer an active methodology, specifically one that has a sell-side discipline. Well, what does that mean? That means our goal is to be in the strongest assets at all given times. And if there are issues in the market, we're completely fine to get out of the market, go to cash, sit to the side and wait until we know that things have trended back upwards. So we did that back in 2020, uh, took a lot of the stress uh, off of our off of our clients um, as far as, you know, how is this all going to play out? Um, so the, the idea of one, one or two or three different ac- asset mixes, it should, should work for everyone. We just don't believe that. Um, how we handle it is we say, we, we take everyone through a risk conversation basically. And we say, Hey, here's your dollars. Let's say you've got $500,000 or a million dollars, whatever the number is, we're going to take that and we're going to put risk to it. And we're going to say, well, what if this loses? What if this million dollars that you have loses 20%? And sometimes we, we hear the, the 20% or the 15% and we think, you know, that doesn't seem so bad. But when we apply the number and we say, well, that's actually $150,000 or that's actually $200,000, how does that make you feel? Well, all of a sudden your thoughts, your, your whole mind starts to shift a little bit. And so we, we take it to the individual, kind of like the mortgage payoff question. We take it to the individual and try to line up the risk, uh, the, your ability to stomach risk and then, and then uh, uh, cater that to a portfolio that is risk managed, that is not just going to be a buy and hold. So there, I don't think there is a best asset mix out there for anyone. You just, it, you have to f- have something that is going to work actively for you. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Yeah, well, this next question certainly applies to everybody. How to avoid being hacked and some instructions for transactions. And that's a really important one, but I thought I would just take a minute here. And uh, sometimes we just go all through this entire show. And we don't tell about how think we think the wine is. Oh, yeah. So how do, how do you think the wine is now? Merce, let me just tell you a little story here. <laughs> So 19 Crimes is a wine that I found or I came across a, a long time ago. You can buy it like for $9 a bottle. It's great. You can actually put an app on it and show the guy on the label and he'll tell you about his crime. But I just think it tastes really good. What do you think, Merce? Yeah. So, you know, I, I, it could be just because we've, we've had some of it here and there and maybe I, I, I enjoy the wine. And maybe that's because, you know, we're sitting here at five o'clock having a glass of wine, but Morgan opened this up hours and hours ago, so it got a really good amount of time to breathe. So it <laughs> it tastes pretty pretty good, or maybe it's just because it's five o'clock and a glass of wine sounds good. Um, but I will drink it. I think it's it's fine. Uh, I I think the if you haven't he- heard the app or the thing that Morgan was talking about, the augmented reality app where the 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 label comes alive um, and tells you a whole story behind what the wine is was made for. 
uh, that is something that is worth buying the wine by itself, even if it doesn't taste that great. So, or you could just download it and go to the store and look at all. Yeah, of them. or you could just sit in the wine wine aisle and just. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, from that. a woman's perspective, Morgan, do you like the wine? Yeah, I think it's very versatile and and drink very good. And whereas I did open it hours ago, I did not start drinking hours ago. And, and by the way, so this bottle I told you is nine dollars for the bottle. Merce is so high society he decided he wants to drink 11 bottles <laughs> 11 dollar bottles of wine and uh so anyway he does fancy wine He's so we'll league. do his wine next and so <laughs> he can like talk all about it all right how to avoid being hacked now this is really really important because the hackers and those that are getting into your emails are getting really really good they're getting better and better and better and we're not talking about hacking your account at your bank we're, what we're going to talk about now is hacking your email account. Now, I'm going to tell you a couple of stories. Uh, one just happened to me. A business sent me an email. A person that I know, they had their, they had their uh, logo in there. They had everything look legit about this. But what they did is they just sent an email and said, hey, we need you to access this document. And just the way it read, made me go, this doesn't look right. So I called the people and I said, hey, I got this email. What are you looking for? What type of document? And they said, do not click on it. We've gotten hacked. And that's the way we operate. We operate with it before we click on an email and before we click on a button, we are basically being suspicious of that email before we do it. And I'll tell you another example as to the reason why. We had a client and the client from our perspective, sent us an email and said, I need some money. Please uh, uh, send me, and I think it was around $30,000. I need this money to be sent to me. It was not anything obscure. It just says, hey, I, I would like it, and actually named the account. Well, we have a rule uh, that if somebody sends us an email, we never, ever make a transaction on an email. So you cannot send us an email and make us do a transaction. So we called the client. And they said, no, I did not send that email. Come to find out they had been hacked and somebody was in there and they were reading their emails. And then they, once they got to know that we were the financial advisor reading the email, they're reading all their emails, by the way. And then they go out and they start reaching out to people to try to get more information. So if you don't have somebody who's being suspicious, you need to be suspicious. So one of the things we talk about and we tell our clients, you can send us a little email that says, hey, I need to make a transaction. Just don't tell a bank, a CPA, an attorney, a financial advisor, specific things in an email. Now, you don't have to go all crazy with this and think you can't say anything. But if you just say things that a, that a hacker wouldn't be able to do anything with. So if you say, hey, I, uh, give me a call. I need to take care of a transaction or I would like to set an appointment because I need to do a transact. Whatever that is, a hacker really can't deal with that because now we got phone, voice, as well as verifications. So all we're trying to do in this little part of this question is be careful. Be careful about what you ask for in an email because whatever you ask for could be being read. Now, you might also come up with new protocols that says every three months, I'm going to change thy password to my email account. And I know we all hate to change passwords, but that would at least make it more difficult for somebody to hack and listen to you or watch your emails. So that's my little spill yeah. on that. We won't even change your email or your home address, your phone numbers, unless we call you and talk to you about that first. 
from an email. So, all right, the last one here is the stock market is at record highs. Should you sell? This is a fun one because the stock market is at record highs and it seems like every other day or so you'll see a headline that says, we've hit a new high, we've hit a new high. And I, one thing we got to remember is that the it's the media's job to make sure that they're creating some type of news that is worth listening to or that is exciting. And so highlighting the fact that the Dow just hit one point above its last high, while that is true, it is a new record high, a lot of times that creates anxiety because if you hit a high, well, it, it seems impossible that the market could, could continue to reach new highs. But we have been seeing that uh, for years and years. I mean, um, go back go back a few years and we've been in a market that's been in record highs for quite a, quite a long time now. And imagine if you said, no, I'm going to sell and get to the side because I just can't see this market sustaining for whatever reason. I don't believe in the administration that's in place or I don't believe in this, or I don't believe in that, there's no way. And ultimately that becomes an emotional decision that you say, I just don't believe that this could go on uh, the way that it has been going on. And you get out and what we know is, and we've seen this with clients is that they've missed out on considerable amounts of returns in the, in the amount of 50% at the very least, depending on when you got out. Um, we've seen people, people make decisions off of uh, a change in administration, like when President Trump got put in office years ago, or even uh, before that. Um, and, and the idea was, well, if one person gets put in office versus another one, the market's going to go way up or the market's going to go way down. And so we've seen not only individuals, but we've seen advisors act off of that emotional uh, roller coaster. And it just, in our opinion, doesn't make sense. And I bring it back to the way that we manage money. We manage money in a very emotion less way, which means we're just, we're, we're reading the numbers on a daily basis. We're tracking uh, basically supply and demand in the market. So none of our numbers have any emotion to them. None of our numbers are evaluating who's being put into office or evaluating what the COVID numbers are right this moment. All we're doing is looking at what's trending uh, from a pure technical number perspective. And that has paid off very well uh, to get us through COVID last year and to be sitting where we sit this year. And so at the end of the day, I guess my spiel is if we're at record highs, um, it's very possible that it, it could continue. And what we would say is just don't get emotional. Don't make a rash decision. Talk to your advisor, talk to someone who does this and, uh, and ultimately have an investment strategy that you're comfortable with. Um, but that's, that's really all I've got. All right. Well, we thank you very much for listening uh, today. Uh, we hope that when we do these wind downs and we kind of do rapid fire questions is the way we're trying to handle these is just to handle, hey, these are basic common questions we're getting all the time. We hope this is beneficial. Please visit our website, pomwealth.net. Go to the blog page. We have a new blog article that comes out at least every week and sometimes two a week. So you need to go and visit that quite often in order to keep up to date. And we have two. Uh, different things that you are able to uh, subscribe to. One of those is our masterclass, Three Keys to Secure Your Retirement, absolutely free, but a wealth of information if you're getting close to or already in retirement. But thank you so much. We look forward to talking to you next week. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. 
Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.